Untitled, or Moth Lights, 1975. Lucida Hurtado, Oil on Canvas and Canvaset Panels. Which panel caught your eye first? There are so many to choose from, 24 in total. So many variations in size and color upon those rectangular canvases in the grid-like display upon the wall. The only constant among the 24 images being the bright boxes of white within the center of the panels and the vivid colors surrounding them. The sizes of these white boxes vary too. Some are square, others rectangular, some wide, some narrow, some painted in multiples upon a single canvas panel. They all represent Hurtado's attempt to capture realistic-looking light with the strokes of her brush, her attempt to paint light so faithfully that moths might be drawn to its image. Did she succeed? I think so. For moths are not the only creatures to be drawn towards the light, after all. You are here, aren't you? Looking at them? People, too, seek out light in dark places. Yes, in the obvious sense, People are always grasping for that which will quite literally cast away the shadows that blind them. But in the deeper sense, too, the metaphorical lights that we reach for to carry us through our own personal and communal darknesses, the joys, great and small, that become life rafts in an endless stretch of uncertainty. Some joys, like several of Hurtado's lights on these canvases, are large, expansive things, and the colors that surround them are bright or calm or soothing. Happy yellows and peaceful blues and sweet, delicate shades of lilac. Other joys, like other lights represented in Hurtado's 24 panels, are small against a sometimes dark, sometimes angry-looking wash of color, pinpricks of light against forces that have very nearly snuffed them out and which would sweep in the moment that the light fades. These small lights, these small joys, shine that much brighter for the darkness within which they burn. Which panel draws you in, like a moth to the light? Which one calls to you in this moment? Are the brighter shades and sunnier hues, which vie for prominence with the painted lights that they surround, calling you to them? Do they remind you of bright days and sunny skies? Or is it one in which the smallest of lights beats back the many-colored shadows into which it was placed? Is it a little of both? What, in this moment is carrying you out of darkness and into the light. If you love the Godfrey Estate and want to help sustain it for generations to come, consider joining us in our ongoing membership drive. Not sure if membership is for you? Not to worry. We offer membership levels for all types of budgets. Every membership requires a base payment of one vial each of the prospective members' blood and tears to be poured into the bottomless sinkhole located next to the membership desk. Do not be alarmed when the earth below your feet rumbles and shakes as your sacrificial offerings descend down, down, down into darkness. We've been assured that it's a perfectly normal part of the onboarding process for new members. Base level membership grants you a 10% discount at the Godfrey Gift Shop, free parking at the estate on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and invitations for you and a guest to exclusive, members-only events such as the annual Deceased Artist Seance, in which a medium summons the spirits of long-dead artists for a Q&A about their work and creative process. Higher-level memberships grant you even more benefits, including but not limited to 
a 15% discount at the gift shop and cafeteria, free parking every day at the estate, and a guided tour through the labyrinth. Liability waivers are still required, and a guided tour does not necessarily mean that you or your party will make it out to the other side. These higher-level memberships, in addition to the Vial of Blood and Tears, requires the whispering of your hopes, dreams, and or goals into that same sinkhole. The quality of the hope, dream, and or goal will determine your level of membership, so don't be afraid to really think big. And please, no New Year's resolutions. Lies, to yourself or to others, are never an accepted form of payment here at the Godfrey. Eye on the Money, or Happiness, 1981. Anonymous, Multimedia. This work has earned the nickname Old Faithful over the years due to the regularity with which bundles of $100 bills erupt out of the ground that you see before you. And much like the Old Faithful geyser of Yellowstone, it is truly a sight to behold. Not because of the money, though the amounts spewed forth are estimated to be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars at every turn, nor even the dramatic peeling back of the ground and the ensuing flood of cash rocketing into the air and raining back down in gravity's inescapable pull. It is the reaction of the people who were caught in the immediate vicinity of the installation when it first erupted in 1981 with absolutely no warning. Twelve of them still reside here, though there were more in the early days of the installation's existence. The remains of the fallen can be seen if you look closely. Not much is left having been picked clean by the survivors, and the rest decayed by the hands of time. The survivors' numbers are occasionally bolstered by patrons who stray too close to the source of the geyser, and unwittingly become a permanent part of this fascinating piece. Though these newcomers, with the very occasional exception, never last very long. Perhaps you want to take a few steps back. That's better. The money itself appears to be the driving cause of these individuals' rabid behavior. They spend their days lying in wait for the next expulsion of cash, so attuned to the geyser's internal clock that they know the exact instant to leap after the bills as they descend from on high. They spend the intervening stretches of time counting the money that they have already amassed, and often seek ways to steal more from the hordes of the others. It is strange, but those with the largest caches of money seem to grow stronger, faster, more vicious. And as their feral descent into something less than human plays out, those with dwindling monetary resources must work harder and harder to fight off those who would seek to drain them of all that they have. Sometimes they succeed. More often they fail, inevitably joining the ranks of the fallen. The only language they seem to understand is a transactional one. The only god they worship is the almighty dollar. But of course, like any god, it is people who have made it divine. People are the ones who have put greater stock in shiny bits of earth and the paper currency that represents it than such things as food and water and all other resources actually required for survival. Ah, here comes another eruption! See how they scramble after bits of paper fluttering in the air? And for what? None of them ever leave, though it is unclear whether or not they are even capable of doing so. All of the wealth they have amassed over the years has not yet bought any of them freedom from this place. They will grow old here. They will die here. Even the very strongest, most ruthless among them. And no doubt others will step in to take their place. All for the sake of this fruitless pursuit. 
curious. Do you think that any of them are happy? Thank you for listening to the Godfrey Audio Guide. This episode was written, produced, and performed by Nicole Knudsen, with sound design and editing by James Ferrero. Enjoying your trip to the estate? To keep up with the Godfrey, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Godfrey Guide, or visit our website, posted in the show notes below. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. If you're interested in becoming a sustaining member of the show, make sure to visit our Patreon page patreon.com slash the godfrey audio guide in addition to our various membership tiers you'll also find full episode transcripts for any who wish to read them until next time friends see you back at the museum